Who cares? Come on, everybody. Down, 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 down. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Harland Williams. So happy you joined me today. Oh, what a show. What a crazy, crackly, crunchy show. Like a bowl of breakfast cereal full of niacin and riboflavin. Just crunchy and crackly and yummy. Pour milk on this podcast. We're talking about the uh, things you adorn your cars with stickers and bumper stickers and things like that. And what's the expiration date on those? We're going to be, uh, apparently, Donald Duck did a porn video. We're going to be listening to that. We're going to be talking about the number of times you've had sex, when you lost your virginity. We're going to be talking about all kinds of crazy sex stuff. So get your clothes off and let's go. You're on the Harland Highway, you freaky little sex monkeys. Just made a wrong turn. Would you kindly shut your mouth? Onto the Harland Highway. Oh, it's lovely. It's just lovely. The Harland Highway. Hi, Harland. I'm Teddy Ruxpin, and I'm your friend. Riding down the Harland Highway. I'm not your daddy. All right, I'm starting the show off with a real beef. A real finely sliced chunk of of 100% grade-A beef, okay? This is for all you freaks who are sports fanatics or bumper sticker fanatics or um, people who like to put things on their car that have an expiration date. Let me give you an example. Okay, let's say you've got a city, like here in Los Angeles, we have the Los Angeles Lakers basketball team. When the Lakers win, all kinds of people put these little banners that come up out of the side of their windows or on their antenna or hanging off the back, little flags flapping in the wind. Yay, Lakers, we won, doodly-doo. You know, they're gold and blue, the team colors. And then... After about a week or two, maybe three at the most, take the damn things down. I'm not kidding. I see cars driving around Los Angeles with these Los Angeles Laker, you know, flags waving. And and they look like, you remember the guy in the Civil War who had to run across the field? He had no weapons. The poor sucker just had to be representing. And he carried the flag. Everyone else had a gun. And this poor loser had to carry a flag, like, just to make sure they knew who was attacking them. Okay, and then picture the flag after the battle with bullet holes and musket holes and flamethrower marks and burn marks and dragonflies that splatted against it. Okay, so that's what the shape of the flag is in, this Los Angeles Laker flag. And it's all frayed and hanging. It almost It's so frayed it almost looks like hair. It almost looks like, like a hair clump from out of the drain. It's so frayed. Again, okay, keep in mind, in California, the sun shines almost all the time. And what the sun does is it bleaches everything. Anything left out in the sun, the color inevitably fades rather quickly. So here you go. You got these these Los Angeles Laker flags. The championship game was eight months ago. 
Your flag is so tattered from the wind and the rain and the whatever else. You know, it's probably got drive-by bullet holes through it because you live in L.A. And then the sun has bleached it so lightly that you can't even read it. It's just a vague, faded outline of the the Lakers logo or something. So what I'm saying is take the damn things off. Like a grumpy old man, they annoy me. And then even worse, okay, how how many of you are still seeing people driving around with Obama-Biden bumper stickers? Right? People who won't let go of the election or they have to let everyone know that, yep, I'm the reason Obama made it. I voted for him. Yep. Oh, I, I went for McCain and Palin. That was me. Don't want anyone to forget my political opinion. Make sure you know before you honk at my vehicle where I stand politically. I might be a friend on your side of the aisle, so I'll leave this election sticker on here till I sell my car in 2025. And, oh, yeah, I'll only sell it to an Obama supporter. That's how strong I stand. Okay, take the junk off. Once, once an event is like a month over, that's it. It's like milk. It's sour. It's done. Get it off. There. Is that cranky old man enough for you today? <laughs> and while you're at it, get the hell off my lawn, you little bastards. <laughs> oh, come on. As if you don't have something you, you gripe about. It's, Everyone has something, some little thing that just makes them like grumpy, or they they have a they have a, a natty little uh, quirk, or there's something out there floating in the world that just bothers them, and everyone else is like, "What's the matter with you, man? Who cares if the guy's got the flags? Who cares about the bumpers? What's wrong with you? What's this really all about? What are you so mad about, dude?" Okay, I really hate cars, okay? That's what it is. I'm, I'm angry about cars. But what do you have? What's, what's a little thing that bugs you? You want to call me and tell me? Leave me a message at 323-215-1486. I'm interested. You heard me grump for about two minutes. I want to hear you grump. 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 It sounds like a frog up in a swamp. Grump. Grump. Someone just shot me. So call me and grump me. 323-215-1486. Okay, so this sounds really inappropriate, but from time to time people send us things here at the Harland Highway, and in the mail I just got this DVD... Like, you know, the Paris Hilton thing and all that. I don't know if I want to watch this. It looks like Donald Duck has put out DVD. Uh, I don't know. Let, let's put it on here and see what we get. And turn up the volume, Raj. Oh, come on. 
this is disgusting. What the hell is he doing there? Oh, turn it off. That is just foul. <laughs> and I don't, pardon the pun, but that is foul. I don't want to see that again. All right, just that end part. Okay, okay, enough. All right, one more time. Okay, enough, enough. Wow. I never knew ducks. Wow. That is gross. That's like a... Donald Duck porno movie? Are you kidding me? That just... Wow. It's just like weird. You know, I've seen animals mating on the Discovery Channel. You know? But to see Donald, like, taking it all off and going at it with... I don't even know what that was. It looked like a flamingo he was with or a mallard or a meganser or a snow goose. I don't know. It looked kind of pale. I don't know, but... Ugh. And he, the thing that was gross, he just had that little sailor's hat on, too. I don't know. Should we watch some more? I don't... No. No, no, no. We I, we should. Oh, great. Look at this. I got, I got all the, uh, the the crew coming in here, the janitor. I got the, the techs. Roger's coming in. All, all my support team, all the techs are coming in to watch this thing. You really want to watch this some more. You guys are just... This is... All right, let's watch some more. Here we go. The Donald Duck porno movie. What's it called here? Uh, swamp Grass? Oh, God. Good Lord. Swamp Grass? Are you kidding me? All right, turn it off. God, come on, guys. This is a professional studio. We're doing the Harland Highway here, and you're huddled around the DVD screen watching Donald Duck porn movies. Get out of here. Everyone out. Out, out, out. You two, out. God, what a bunch of creeps. And thank God they're gone. Now I can watch it alone. Okay, come on, that's enough. That's sorry. Sorry, I'm so sorry. That's dirty, dirty, dirty duck swamp grass. <laughs> oh God. Oh, they and what was weird, he he was doing it ducky style, which is a lot like doggy style, except there's more feathers involved. Just ugh. But isn't it interesting, though, that if you are a fan of the nature shows, if you're a fan of the Discovery Channel and Animal Planet and all that, they got no problem showing a moose going at it or a couple of tortoises having intercourse or uh, lions. You know, you know, lions. And the lion performs intercourse every six minutes for four weeks until the woman is impregnated. Yeah, the woman. That's what I said. <laughs> the lion woman. But, I mean, they'll just show them humping away. 
They'll show like a, a buffalo getting mounting a buffalo. I've even seen elephants going at it. I've seen on TV, I'm not kidding, whales. There was one episode where it was like the, the humpback whale or the beluga whale or the sperm whale or something. And these things surface to the top of the water and the guy's like, and the beluga whale has the largest penis in the animal kingdom. This 12-foot member flaps into the... I'm not kidding, 12 feet. Can you imagine 12 feet of penis, ladies? Can you imagine two feet of penis? I mean, come on. 12-foot penis? thats You could trip on that. If you were running through the forest, you could trip over that and hurt yourself. Honestly, if you got, like, a whole bunch of 12-foot whale penises, you could pretty much build a log cabin. You could carve them up and make a log whale penis cabin. What, what am I talking about? <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you know, I watched an episode where this, these two whales surfaced and the female whale kind of rolls, lulls onto her side and the male surfaces and, and they're so fat, you know, there's no way they can mount each other. So the male, his giant 12-footer comes out and then towards the top, it kind of flops over. So it kind of like sags over, it goes straight up and then bends over and kind of finds its way into the female whale vagina. God, can anyone picture a whale vagina too? Wonder how, how long that thing is. I mean, you got to figure, you got a 12-foot penis coming at your vagina. You probably have to have about a 9-foot vagina. Good Lord. I'm getting ill, but my point is, and maybe some of you fatter people out there can relate to that, size i don't know but my point is if they can show all this graphic copulation by animals i mean i've seen ants and insects and amphibians and i've seen seashells and lobsters having sex why is it that we can't show humans what is so disgusting so vile that when you go to a movie or you're watching a nature show you can't see humans go at it Mommy, what's that? Oh, that's a sea scallop making love. Oh, okay, what's that? Those are zebras having fornication, my child. Well, how did I get here, Mommy? Go to your room, you little brat! How dare you ask a question like that? But I just wanted to know. Shut up, go to your room, you pervert! I'm only six years old! Get to your room, you little pervert! Where did we go so wrong that we're disgusted and disgraced by our own bodies and what we do? Basically, they're, they're broadcasting television to an audience that is the result of sex. We sit and we watch because our parents got it on. And now we're the TV audience because we're the lucky sperms that made it to the finish line. So what is the dealio, man? And I'm not saying I want porn all over the, the uh, you know, the television. But if you're watching a CSI or you're watching some kind of show like Baywatch or something and there's there's some kind of organic scene where you can see nudity or people having sex, is it so wrong? I guess the problem is it would just dominate, right? It's like TV execs would be, what? We, what wait, we can, show, we can show intercourse now? 
oh my god, okay. Well, let's get rid of those seven comedy scenes and let's replace that with um sex. Yeah, let's do uh we need six intercourse scenes, 169 and let's have a three-way for the climax. And I do emphasize climax. I don't know. It's just weird. It seems backwards to me, you know? It's just a little ass backwards. Yes, let's put that in, too. I want the ass backwards scene. Let's scrap the three-way and we'll put in the ass backwards. Oh, boy. I'm going to go watch some nature shows and... See if I can see some sea cucumbers get it on. I'll be right back after this. Oh, you are going to like this statistic, people. Oh, yes, you are. If you're an average person, you are going to like what I'm about to tell you. Are you ready? Have you got your seatbelt on? It turns out that the average person in an average lifetime has sex 4,000 200 times. Hello! Hello! Are you kidding me? 4,200 times? That's the average? Wow. That is a lot of sex, people. Okay, and that's the average person. How many of us are average when it comes to sex? How many people have an average sexual appetite? I don't think many human beings do. We are the rabbits of the human world. We like to hump. So if the average person is having 4,200 rounds of sex in an average lifetime, what's the freak having? What's the horn dog having? What's the I gotta have it guy and girl having? So for all you virgins out there who haven't yet done it, ho oh, fear not. You've got 4,200 sessions coming your way, player. Hello! Oh, I can't wait till mine starts. Number one. Oh, I'm going to be a busy boy. Spray on the cologne and put the Barry Manilow on the turntable. Does everyone out there actually remember their first time? Can is that getting too personal? Can, can can I ask that question? No, Harlan, you can't. Why not? You just can't. You don't do it. Well, I'm doing it. No, Harlan, no, don't don't go there, boyfriend. I mean, it's probably. I I would think everyone would remember the first time they had. I'm gonna say it. Full blown sexual intercourse. If you don't remember it, I think there might be something wrong with you. Like, how do you not remember it in graphic detail? And I'm not talking uh, just about the sexual moment. In fact, you probably don't remember the sexual moment. I'm talking about the lead up to it and the setting and, uh, you know, the location and the situation and the vibe and the mood and the feelings. Do you remember where it was? Was it in the backseat of a car? Was it underneath the bleachers at the football stadium? Was it in your parents' house when they were away at work? Was it in the changing room at the pool? Was it out in a park? Was it out on a beach? Where where was your first place? I want to know. I'm Yeah, I'm nosy. I bet there's some pretty interesting ones out there, and I don't make any up on me, but I want you to call me 
and tell me where it was. And I just want you to tell me if it was a good experience or a bad experience. Call me at 323-215-1486. And if you can't remember that number, just go to the homepage at harlowwilliams.com. Right down at the bottom at the podcast section, the number's there. 323-215-1486. Um, and how old were you? Um, some Sometimes you hear these kids like, yeah, I was 13, man. What? Yeah, I was 14, 12, uh, somewhere in there. What? I mean, I got to tell you, there's probably a lot of kids out there. Not me. You know, not me. Other kids out there. You know, probably wishing they could have done it at that age. What kid didn't? But realistically, you know, a lot of a lot of guys and girls maybe didn't do it till they're in their late teens, maybe their twenties. I'm not saying me. I'm not saying it didn't happen for me till I was twenty. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> why would I? Why would I say that it only, it happened to me when I was twenty? No, I'm not. Why? And even if it did, would I tell you? No, that it happened to me at 20. No. No, it happened to me at like eight. Okay, that's how good I am. At eight, I was seducing my school teachers and uh, 20. What kind of loser <clears throat> uh, loses it at, <clears throat> at 20? Not me, not me, no. How about you? How old were you? Where was it? Um, I'm interested to know. I bet there's some good tales to be told out there. I won't tell you what age it was for me, but it was in kind of an odd place. It was like a nurse's residence. I had a girlfriend. Could have been high school, could have been college, right? I guess depending on where she was, it would make her older. But you're asking yourself, why would a girl in high school be staying at a nurse's residence with a bunch of college students? Well, maybe she was a young nurse and not a girl from my college who I where I was going when I was 20 years old. No, no, no. So anyways, it was at a, uh, a nurse's residence and you had to sign in. And you had to go past a security guard and get a pass to stay there. And you had to be gone by a certain hour. And on the weekends, you could maybe sign in for a sleepover. It was very militant. And we worked out a little system where I'd go throw rocks at her window. I'm not even kidding. I would throw pebbles at her window. She'd sneak down to the fire escape. I would literally have to wear black, okay, black leather jacket, black pants, and I would roll across the ground at night (laughs) in front of the window, in front of the doors where the security guard sat so I could get to the fire escape. The only way I could get to the fire escape doors if I went past the main doors where the security guard was sitting. And so here I am like a ninja, I'm like a North American Canadian ninja rolling along the gravel and the grass. <laughs> and there was my little lady who I won't say how old she was. Was she a college student? I don't know. There she was waiting with the fire door lodged open. 
And then she was up on like the sixth floor. So as soon as that we got in that door, it was like this mad rush up, upstairs. So the time we got up there, we were sweating and puffing and wheezing. It was the opposite of what fire stairs were invented for, which is to get people out running down. We were running up because the only fire burning was in our loins and in our hearts and in our eyes and in our minds. And we wanted to set some sparks off up in her little nurse's residence bedroom. So, yeah, I know that doesn't sound too macho. Yeah. Hey, Harlan, where'd you lose your virginity, man? Um, in a nurse's residence, dude, up on the sixth floor? Really? What'd you do, throw rocks? How did you know? Oh, just a hunch. And how old were you, 20? What? Say what? Step back, player. I ain't got no fire. Yeah, well, at least I got the ninja thing, okay? How many of you guys had to roll like a ninja commando in the middle of the night across the ground to lose your virginity? <laughs> at least I got that. Well, it doesn't sound so cool. Up yours. So there you go. I want to hear your stories. I had the cojones enough to tell you, although I left a few little details out. But I want you to man up and woman up and phone me at 323-215-1486 and tell me where you lost your virginity and how old you were. Looking forward to it. Ooh, mama, get the ninja clothes on and dial those phones. Howdy, folks. Harlan Williams here with you. Enjoying your ride home, are you? Yeah? Take a listen. Roll down your window. You hear all those noises. Listen to all the traffic and the honking and the yelling and the bombs going off and the zebras braying and the whales breaching, the bumblebees splattering against your glass. <sighs> oh, there's a lot of noises. But I, I got a, the, one of the worst noises I ever heard. I went home to visit my parents recently, okay? And... They've still got my little bedroom set up from when I was a little kid. And I'm in there. I go to sleep. I'm, I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm laying in bed. And I hear a noise. A noise you never want to hear. I hear my parents having sex. <gasps> my parents are getting it on, man. And I'm laying in my little bed, and it's like, ooh, I can hear the moaning and the groaning, right? So I put my hands over my ears, and I can still hear it. It's just getting louder and louder and louder, and I don't know what to do. It just keeps going and going and going, and then finally I just, I can't take it anymore. The squishing, the wheezing, the grunting, I can't take it anymore. So finally, I just, I roll over and I say to my folks, I say, look, for the love of St. Peter, get the hell out of my room. Get back to your own room, you freaks. Good Lord. Take a chill pill. Go have a cold shower and a slice of key lime pie or something. Wow. Yeah, I know. Horrific. Horrific, horrific, horrific. Um, but, you know, hey, you do it, they do it. How, how, how the heck do you think you were born? 
Oh, God. Well, speaking of sexy, let's shift gears here. Speaking of sexy, sexy stuff, here's something sexy. I want to tell you about me, yours truly, the guy who was deflowered in a nurse's residence. I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy live at a place near you real soon. Now, check this out. On uh, February 25th through the 28th, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm going to be at Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco, California. That's February 25th, 26th, 27th, and 28th. Get your tickets, man. It is going to be a blowout. We're going to be doing stand-up comedy and then some sketch comedy after the stand-up portion of the show. And then if you can't make it to the West Coast, I'm coming to the Midwest. And if you don't uh, live there, tell your friends that do live there that I'm coming. I'm going to be April 2nd at the Paramount Theater in Anderson, Indiana, which is just outside of Indianapolis. Great show. Beautiful old theater. Same thing. Stand-up and sketch comedy. Two, Two different sides of comedy. And then uh, April 3rd, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to be at the Southern Theater in Columbus, Ohio. Same thing, gorgeous old theater, uh, stand-up comedy, some sketch comedy. It's going to be an incredible show. And like I said, if you don't live there, do me a favor, call or email someone that you know that lives in uh, those regions of the Americas and fill them in because you don't want to miss those shows. Um, so there you go, folks. Uh, come check me out in Frisco or, uh, Columbus, Ohio or Anderson, Indiana, and make sure you check us out at the next podcast where we're going to have fun. We might discover the meaning of life. We might just eat chocolate. I might put some skates on and wear ice skates for the whole podcast. Why? I don't know, but that's the type of stuff I do. Do you know any other podcaster that would do that? No, just me. That's what I do for you because it's all about you. I'm doing this for you and me. I mean, I'm doing it to have fun, but I'm doing it to entertain you. So I hope you're digging it, man. I'm loving it. I love it that you folks tune in and uh, ride along the highway with me. And we'll catch you next time right here on the Harland Highway. Until then, as always, chicken chow. Maine, baby. For me, Harlan Williams. No, mom and dad, get out of here. No, the podcast is over. Get out. What are you doing? No, no, no. Don't start taking your clothes off. Put your clothes up. Mom, dad, put, pull up those. Pe- no, 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 no. Get out of here. Out. Put your clothes on. No, I don't want to watch. Get out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not that. No, not the. You're too old for the doggy style. Oh, my God. No.